live from 864 Sound in Greenville, South Carolina, it's the Wash Bros Podcast with your hosts, Matt Jackson and Clay Smith. What's up, guys? It's Matt Jackson and Clay Smith, and we are the Wash Bros. Welcome to Episode 7. We're going to be talking about our failures and kind of the struggles we have in business. And uh, let's go from there. Let's start it out again, Clay. Yeah, so obviously it's great to be successful, okay? But you're obviously, I don't care how perfect you are, you're going to have your struggles, you're going to have your failures, you're going to fail. And that, I mean, that's what gets you to where you need to be as far as succeeding. Um, I would say one of my biggest things was trying to figure out how to get myself out there and brand myself because that's very important, how to build value in your company. And the struggle for me, especially here recently, is the the work life balance. Like how would you how do you how do you do that? How do you do that, Matt? Like how do you balance yourself? Like when do you know when to cut off and just because you you have to give your mind a rest. If you're if you're always thinking about your business and always thinking about your customers or thinking about that one problem or thinking about hey, I need to do this, or hey, I need to do that. When do you cut your mind off to give it a rest? I think the biggest thing for me is you learn to let go. And I heard a great quote uh, from actually my chiropractor. It's like, you care, but you don't carry. So it's like, I care about the problems that are going on right now. I'm not carrying them with me to tomorrow. So, And we get to the point where we have so much stuff going on at once that is really difficult you can't carry all of what you have, like the problems that we're working through with all the new work and then juggle family and all that stuff. You're never going to be present with anybody. So it's just been a growing process with time for me to say I have completely compartmentalized work and it's not going to be personal and I have goals to hit and I just break everything down into numbers and say, okay, well, my target for this month is this and I'll be flexible with myself if stuff comes up or it's like, hey, it's I've been a little distant, like at home. It's important for me to take tonight. And yeah, it's nice to like be always like customer first. But if you don't put yourself first and your family first, the customer's not going to matter. And I mean, I had a lot of failures with figuring that out myself. So it just comes with time. Yeah. And you just have to put what's most important first. And then like to tie in our last episode, are we chasing money or are we chasing what we want to do and whatever our version of success is? And just like getting a super clear vision of that. And that is what I've learned through failing forward. Yeah, I think you have to figure out what 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 really drives you, what really makes you want to go and go into work and and what are you what are your goals, I guess. Yeah. So for me, it's like I'm going to fail to get to where I need to be to be successful. But what's driving me to get to where I want to be? Correct. And a lot of times failure that I find is, am I doing the right thing? Am I going in the right direction? And is this really what I want? And I think that's probably common in a lot of people who have businesses. It's like, I'm really successful at this, but I don't know if this is the right thing I want to do. And that's, a journey I was on the last few years and then a lot kind of connected in the last year. And I'm in a scaling process of my business and it's given me like a new fresh light as opposed to being kind of burnt out. And yeah. like you're saying, the mental, the mental health is so vital because it's so easy to burn yourself into the ground. 
yeah men, so failure could i would say could be very um mentally exhaust exhausting yeah, yeah. so you, you you start to wonder you know that brings out a lot of stress it brings out a lot of depression if things aren't as busy as you think it should be are you spending the right money in the right places um is the roi there you never know um especially with marketing especially if you're doing it yourself Heck, sometimes I don't even think that the people that do marketing for a living really know. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell who's going to click on what and who's going to, what's going to be eye appealing for somebody. It's going to be different. Like I'm going to be more attracted to something than, you know, something that may attract me may not attract you, vice versa. Correct. So it's almost like a gamble on what kind of content you put out for marketing. And I think that that was the most struggle for me was trying to brand myself and make the most of the lower budget that I had starting out as a business and making sure I put the money in the right places because you could put it all in one spot and it may not go anywhere. You may not bring in any customers. Your phone may not ring. You may not get any leads. And then what are you going to do? You're broke. You don't have any work. Yeah, that's yeah easy. It's like, what direction are you taking? And and again, it kind of boils back to clarity. It's like, am I? Do I have a clear vision of what I want to attract and what I want my business to be? And oftentimes, in the beginning of business, we don't even know what we want, and that can kind of set us up for failure, especially when it comes to like branding and marketing. Because like you see everybody, oh, I'm just going to run ads, or I'm just going to market myself, and everybody's just generic. And they're not really separating themselves from other people because they don't even know that they have to have a clear direction to chase. They're just saying, oh, this is what everybody does. I'm going to copy. So like, I mean, I think it's very valid that you say I like your marketing was a concern of yours, but just the fact that you are aware that that was a concern point shows that you're way better off because your mind's thinking differently than most people. It's like you're seeking to become an individual in a sea of fish as opposed to most people who are just trying to copy the rest of the fish and be part of the sea. You definitely, the fear of failure could definitely cost you as a business owner. Correct. It's scarcity. You definitely have to uh, be very headstrong because, you know, if you get, if you're in the mindset that you're going to fail, you're going to fail. Yeah. It's gonna... If you're in the mindset that you're going to succeed, you're going to succeed. You're going to go out, you're going to get the people that you need to, you need to shake the hands with the people that yeah. are going to get you there. You're going to do whatever it takes. And that's, that's what I did to be successful. I created the right relationships. I made sure I branded myself correctly. And don't get me wrong. I mean, it's been failures. I mean, I've sent a countless amount of emails and nothing ever came of it. Correct. So I failed there, but I found what worked the best for me. You yep. may send the same people the same emails and actually get something out of it. It just doesn't resonate. Right. It's different for everybody. And I think failure, it's... It's hard for me to talk about failure because I don't view failure as bad. I view it as a learning learning experience. So it's like, hey, I could say, oh, I failed today, but what is failing? I'm like, I always go back to, I'm thankful that I'm able to do my own thing on my own terms and make money doing it. So like, but failure is, hey, I'm setting goals. And if I'm not hitting those goals, why am I not hitting those goals? It's like, am I setting goals that are too high or am I not realistic with what I'm doing? And like in the beginning of my business, I didn't have any information to really gauge what I needed to do. And it just takes experience to fail and figure out what works and what doesn't work. And then once you have a baseline, you can really say, hey, this is a goal or a direction I want to go in to avoid a failure. But 
I think the biggest failure I struggle with early on is, is like surrendering myself to the unknown and having faith in the process and being like, okay, well, I'm comparing myself to everybody around me, but I don't have a clear direction of what I really want. And like with experience, I've been able to get peace with that. And like you said, self-assurance of like, Hey, this is what's going to happen. And in our business, there's sales curves. So you can look at say, Oh man, I'm not busy right now. Why is that? I was like, well, it's probably the middle of a slow season or, or it's just pollen right now. If we're shooting this episode, it's early April and there's pollen on the trees. And historically people are going to be waiting until that's done to get their house clean. So a large majority of work is going to start coming in the end of this month and in May. Or after a lot of rain. After a lot of rain. Exactly. So if you're focusing on, oh, I'm failing because I'm not doing the right thing right now, you don't have the information of knowing there's pollen everywhere and people historically wait until it falls. And that falls into where we have talked about making sure you track your numbers. You, once you have been through all of this, then you will know, especially you, you will know in your head, but if you have all your numbers and know, you can kind of gauge on, hey, okay, this is normal. It's Correct. a trend. It's pretty much going to trend yearly on the, the, the numbers and everything. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's setting expectations that you can meet that make you feel like, hey, this is success. But when you're new and you don't have any baselines, it's just like throwing spaghetti on the wall and it's nerve wracking and scary and you can get into scarcity and you're like, oh man, am I even going to be able to pay the bills? And And trusting the process and getting out of my own way is what I'm learning now just because I've built up enough momentum in my business that I can afford to trust people. And I stayed on the truck for a long time, uh, kind of doing everything myself. And yeah, it's mentally exhausting. I mean, it's like, oh, I make good money while I'm doing physical working. However, what is going on in the back, the background? How many relationships have I not been able to foster personally because I've been dedicated completely to my professional life? And it's like, oh man, I'm look back and there's like two or three years of my life that my personal life was like, I hadn't had one. I've, yeah. been, I've been focused on like what trade-off is worth, what have I been doing? And I've been putting everything into my business, but I could say, oh man, I, I failed a lot on like my friends here. I failed a lot personally here. Like mental health is a challenge because like the busy seasons come and it's just like a tidal wave where you just get wiped out. Yeah. And the, in the busy season, I, I will, I will, you like burnout almost. You burn out. You don't want to really talk to anybody. You just want to go home and lay in the bed. And you, I would say watch TV, but sometimes I don't even feel like watching TV. I just like, want to take you, a really good hot shower and pass out. Turn your brain off. It's like, what? what is a way of decompressing? Yeah. And the good thing about when I said building relationships, building the right relationships to be successful through your failures, um, having a good relationship with someone in your industry, no matter if it's pressure washing or whatever, um, the, the cool thing about mine and Matt's relationship is I built that relationship with him when I was first getting going pretty much. And through all the struggles and the failures, he reassured me that it was normal. Correct. So if you could build that right relationship with that person and with somebody else in your, you know, somebody that's already been there, then they can somewhat help you through your struggles and say, Hey, this is what I did. This helped me. And that helped me a lot, like get through, especially in the mental state of mind, because if you're by yourself, you don't have nobody to network with, and you're just trying to figure it out, then you're just going to get in your own head and you're just going to dig yourself a deeper hole, essentially. Yeah. You're going to talk yourself into failure. And like, I think the biggest thing for me too, is just doing it alone and then not connecting with people. And then 
I was doing it a couple years part-time kind of in my own silo. And then when I finally decided to go all in and make a jump, I reached out to a group of guys and kind of connected with a pressure mo- pressure washing mastermind group. And that really helped shift my perspective on things. So that helped me. But it also, I was like, I, I'll meet guys or like someone like Clay who they, they jump right into it and they, they hit it where I was hedging in the beginning, working part-time somewhere else. I was like, man, if I just started earlier or started and connected with the right people, I would be in a completely different situation. But everybody has their own mindsets. Yeah. But you, at the same time, you want to surround yourself with people that want to eventually be where you want to be. It's good to have people like we have talked about before and that have different opinions and, but you still want them to be level-headed and you want them to have you want them to be a like-minded individual. Yeah. It's like you can have a different opinion, but your intention should still be good. Right. Yeah. Like strictly, I wouldn't say strictly business, but at the same time, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like we'll talk numbers all day long and I'm doing a different stage of business, but I'm also like, I'll be like, Hey, this is what I'm doing right now. I was like, you don't compare yourself to that because I have two guys that I have to feed all day long and I'm comparing myself up here. (laughs) So it's like up here, everything like looks different because you're at a a different level than me, but I'm like, I got a lot of moving pieces that's created a mental stress as opposed to a physical stress. But I've evolved myself through failing forward and building like my mental fortitude through like killing myself the last two years that like I can, I prefer to take on the mental stress because I've like built that up in myself where I don't have to physically be out there trading my own time for the money. And it's just like, without having the failures of the past to like build me up, it would be a harder, harder jump for me to be in the situation where I am now just problem solving all day, dealing with like cluster F's. than if I just shortcut it all that pain and failure and then said, Oh, I'm just going to do this right now. And I'm going to take on loans to try to do this as opposed to saying, all right, I have money in the bank and I have all this that I've built up over the last couple of years of doing it myself and like struggling to now, solve problems more efficiently than if I just tried to shortcut all that failure. Yeah. And with growing comes failure. You're going to figure out where, what your struggles are and that's going to make you more consistent and more uh, proficient as a business and a business owner. And I think too, that's a good point you made there. It's like, if you're not failing, you're not growing. Yeah. It's like you're stretching yourself past your limits and you're going to grow. And it's like building a muscle. You have to tear your muscle down before it can hypertrophy and grow. And if you're just doing the same thing, same weight every single time you go to the gym, you're not going to really grow. And, and fail, failing and failure and struggling or however you want to say it, it's very natural. It's normal. It's what you're going to, you got to go through it. I mean, I say it yeah. with any athlete, uh, race car driver, business owner, everybody has failed. Everybody has struggled at one point. There's no Mr. Perfect. True. Cause just cause, and failure oftentimes is like, if you feel like you're failing, and you're not pushing yourself, you're probably just looking at the wrong thing. And having somebody with a different perspective can really help shine light on what's important. Or, or you may right. have a big ego. True. And yeah, if, I, you, if you don't think that you're doing anything wrong and you're not growing from anything, you probably have a big ego, maybe a and, little cocky. And that probably holds you back. Yeah, yeah. Because you're and, not willing to put yourself on the line to disappoint yourself or to disappoint others to get to that next level. Like, this may be bad, but I kind of look at everything... I wouldn't say like a negative way, but whenever I'm thinking about something or trying to plan something or trying to do something, I always think about the worst possible outcome that could happen before I do it. Correct. Yeah. You're far more pessimistic than I am. I'm one of those. I'm like a golden retriever. I'll just jump. 
Yeah, just do it. <laughs> I was yeah. like, whatever. So I'm like hesitant, like, hesitant, hesitant, and then boom, when, yeah. I, when it's time, I'm boom. I'm already waiting on that something to knock me upside the head that's trying to stop me from doing it because yeah. I've already thought, okay, this is probably going to happen. This person's going to jump in my way or, yep. you know, it, it, it pertains to anything. Uh, something is going to try to stop you and there's going to be a hurdle because you're not the, you don't know everything. Yeah. A lot of people think they know everything and they don't. But I think too, like with time, you realize that being transparent with people and being authentic and saying, Hey, look, I'm like, I've added on more services this year. I've taken on employees this year and it's different than me doing stuff. So like I used to be really communicative with my customers and then my employees aren't the greatest because of my training of like, Hey, we're going to send this message before we go to this person's house. And then I'll tell somebody, hey, I'll be there at 12 o'clock. I used to be 12 o'clock on the dot. I give them a 15-minute heads up and communicate the whole process. Yeah. Now it's a lot of times I realize, oh, the job's taking longer because I'm not doing the work. And then I have to I have to create systems on my end to communicate with these customers and saying, hey, look, he's my best guy. I just sent him out in the field. He'll be, he'll be to you a little bit later than normal. Or, hey, we might come back on a Saturday. Or I noticed that there's lines that you wouldn't get with me. I will swing by at the end of the day and make it right for you. And just communicating with people, communicating expectations with customers and saying, I'm going to deliver that top result, whether it's my guy or me. And it's like, I'm figuring this system out and I'm failing myself forward. It's just going to take a little bit of love and a bandaid on my end to make it work. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, they're going to look at me and give me a one-star review. It's like, I mean, I'm going to make the situation right. And I've noticed that making a situation right stepping in as, as like a boss, as opposed to the employee doing the work that people are more receptive and are more thankful for that because they say, Oh, you really care. And I see that you're fit, you're growing and I see that it's painful for you and I'm going to reward you. Yeah. Transparency, honesty, all that goes a long way with someone. It yeah. doesn't matter what it's about. Yeah. I've, I learned that even when I was starting out, I'm, you know, I'd tell people, Hey, I'm sorry. It, I'm, I'm, I'm still a little new at this. So I'm still trying to figure things out. Please bear with me please be patient, you know, setting the right expectations and, and failure too is like, like when I was first starting out, it's just like, we always think we have to over deliver something and have the best equipment and the best service. And we'll read people's stuff online and they say, Oh, this is the only way to do it. We have 20 years experience and, and we're 27. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're trying to sell this like perfection when in reality, that's not necessarily what the customer wants. They want to be like, Hey, you're a trustworthy person. You're going to take care and do it right. And in the beginning, it's like we have a tendency to like overpromise and underdeliver and say, oh, we can be absolutely perfect and create that disconnect with the customer. And and knowing like, hey, I, like, yeah, it's nice to text somebody back, but just communicate with them. Hey, we had a really slam day today. I'm going to have to pu push your appointment to the next day as opposed to trying to force everything into one thing and having like a personal life explode because you're trying to. Yeah, and then when you start when you start forcing stuff, you, the customer's not getting the the quality that they deserve either. Everybody can sense that you're not going to be, hey, like this guy's off right now. Yeah, you're just dragging. You're not in the mental state. You're like, oh, I just want to go home. And yeah, it's hot. I mean, I've been there. I've been there personally. So, but, big like biggest thing is like the failures that it took me to low is like it's okay because like we're perfectionist minded people and our minds are our biggest enemies. And failure and struggles and stuff, they'll definitely humble you too. Yeah. 
And sometimes that's what we need. It's like what we were talking about this other day. It's like, hey, we had great weeks and great months. But it's like, you look at your bank account, and you're like, a lot came out, too. <laughs> yeah, it makes like, you want to work harder. It's like, what am I look, doing today? Look, you freaking butthole. You need to work a little harder next time. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, I was just like, great, great. Look at it. But yeah. yeah, the failures, failures for me, there's been a lot of them. I, I'm not perfect. I don't claim to be perfect. I try to stay out of that mindset that I know know everything because I don't. And uh, it definitely, it, it's helped me out a lot. All the stuff that I've been through. Um, I would, like I said, the, the marketing, that was the biggest struggle for me. But like you said, that's probably the best thing that I'm good at. I'm probably better at the marketing part than I am and getting leads than I am at uh, washing houses. Yeah, and then you start to realize, and this is the stage I'm at too, it's like, okay, well, I can make 1500 bucks doing the work myself and hold on to it all. But a failure for me is doing that year over year and not saying, well, I can focus on the marketing that brings in money, and then I can delegate this task down to somebody that I can pay a percentage of the job, and then I can make money on that arbitrage. And then that's that's where I am now. So... Failure is, I, I'm not holding myself to the same standards as I'm personally doing this and my identity is in delivering like a perfect clean driveway. My um, failure has had to shift into saying by me doing all the work and picking up a wand is is wasting my time. And it's again like understanding where we are and what our goals are and and saying, hey, this is the definition of failure, failure for me today. And just you get to a point where mentally it's going to overload you and you can either not take on any more work and you see a lot of people do that, or they charge stupid high prices because that's a nice way of turning away work. And then it just like wrecks them. Or they're like, I had to make the decision of, okay, give up control and then have people do the work for me and just deal with putting out fires. And it, to me, the failure of worrying about, Oh, these people are going to destroy my business was like, insanely disappointing because I was realizing, wow, this was just in my head. So like a failure to me would have been hanging on to the mindset of nobody can do this job as good as me. And I'm going to stick with it because it's my name. And that was like, oh man, I just need to focus on going heavy into marketing and then the jobs will come. Cause like I look failure to me, it's like, oh, I'm looking at a schedule and I got two guys to put out on two separate trucks every week and I'm booked out to Wednesday. Normally I'd be like, oh, I got a week and a half filled. So like, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. It's a little different. It's yeah. like, oh man, it's a different beast. 18 jobs, like I, we were talking, I had 18 jobs on the books. That's probably till Thursday for you, Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. You know, it's like six yeah. jobs a day is really light. So yeah. I'm shooting for like six to eight jobs a day. And then you do a week of that, eight jobs a day times five, that's 40 jobs. That's what most people do in a month. Right. Yeah. Especially owner operators. Yeah, exactly. Like you can make solid money doing that a month. It's like we were talking about a minute ago. You can't, me and you can't compare ourselves to each other right now because we're at different levels of business and figuring out where we want to be. And the number, you know, anybody can make seven figures, but you can't compare apples to apples either. Right. What are are you actually netting, I guess? That too. And like, what are your goals? What are your goals? Everybody has different goals. So yeah, the failures, failures will make you stronger. Failures will make you more successful. And uh I honestly think that the failures that I've had have made me a better person. So Yeah, you start to grow and then you say, hey, it's a failure to settle and not grow. I think school teaches us there's a pass-fail. Employees are saying, if you do the job directly, as I say, you do a good job or you fail or you get fired. Do it by the book. Do it by the book. Those are all like fake artificial boxes that you're put in. When you're a business owner, 
there's no limits. So failure is not doing what you want to do. If you want to say, hey, I built this perfect system and I'm going to operate within this perfect system, there you go. Or if your goal is to say, hey, I want to blow this thing up and see what I can do, that's that's winning. And not being able to do either or, there's like no real meaning of failure to me. Like failure to me is not being able to grow and see what's my opportunity here. Yeah, if you're not growing as a person, then, you know. Yeah, because like I guarantee you, like when I first started, my definition of failure is completely different, well, different. than it is now. The same with the last episode. Success is different. Exactly. As you keep growing, it's, you just have... Like, like different mindset. success for me was like, I want to start my own business. Like we were talking, uh, personally, when we were talking, I was like, daggum, your mind changes a lot. It's very with, with growth. Every time we grow, we th we're thinking different, like I, different goals, different mindsets. Absolutely. Like I was thinking like last year I, I was owner operated and doing like $13,000 a month. And then I set my goal. I was like, if I can hit $30,000 a month, that would be like insane. Yep. And then like we closed the month at $40,000 and I'm like, wow, like, I'm not even fixating on the money at this point. I'm fixating about like having everything go smoothly. Yeah. And then like the money takes care the of itself. The money is like whatever. Now. But in the beginning, it's like, oh, I just have to make this money. And then yeah. we're, we're like thinking about every little detail. And I'm like, I'm just looking at it like now wide view. You're just thinking now for me, I know is it's like, how can I be more profitable and how can I make things easier for me? Yeah. Yeah. The owner operator is like, how can I maximize my time and yeah. then be at home with my family? Yeah. And we know I'm usually home by two or three o'clock, or I like to be. It's yeah. probably not going to happen here in yeah. the next few months. But but hey, do what you got to do. And as long as you're doing what you want, that's not failure. Correct. But yeah, that I'd say that's a pretty good ending there. Yep. So uh, that wraps up episode seven. Oh, yeah. Number seven, my favorite number, my favorite lucky number seven. If you have any questions you want us to answer, anything of that nature, please uh, put them in the comments on Facebook, any of our reels, or... Um, Anything you'd like for us to talk about, any topics that you might have that you, that you think we should talk about, any struggles that you've had that you'd like for us to go over, uh, we'd be more than happy to. Me and Matt probably been through it. Yep. Um, just make sure you like us on YouTube, Facebook, subscribe, um, Spotify, all the platforms we should be on there at the Watch Bros Podcast. Um, thanks for joining us. We'll see you in episode eight. Awesome. See you guys.